Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a new episode of Flesh Wound Farce, where we review and discuss your and our favorite comedy films. This is the world's first and only combination trivia host and professional wrestling announcer of Chilean descent that currently resides in Southern California, Ozzy V. And with me as always on this program, first in the Northern California Bay Area, world-famous juggler Greg Larson. Now, I did say Northern California we are recording this on February 4th. We are one week away from the Super Bowl where mm. your San Francisco 49ers are taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Greg, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing well. I'm excited. It should be a good game. Should be a lot of fun. Um, but uh yeah, I'm I'm just looking forward to whomever wait <clears throat> excuse me, may win a Super Bowl in uh see your throat was doing that for a reason. It was the ghost <laughs> of Carl Weathers, a former Raider, a former <laughs> Oakland Raider that was grabbing you by the throat and saying, Go ahead, say it, say it, go ahead, say it. <laughs> We're all waiting now. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead, we'll finish, if, finish uh, what you're saying. It's going to be the Chiefs or the 49ers to win the first ever Super Bowl in the new las vegas raiders stadium see and here's what pisses me off the most about this thing is we have a bet you and i have a bet mm-hmm. we've had this bet for since what was it 2012 2012? no we, we didn't know each other that long oh because i hired in yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like correct. 2011 2012 we yeah. made this bet that who which whatever one of our teams wins the super bowl first we'll have to pay the other $50. So if Greg's San Francisco 49ers win the Super Bowl net a week from today, I will owe him $50. Now, the other side of the bet was that if the Raiders won the Super Bowl before the 49ers, then he would give me $50. Obviously, uh, I'm having a tough time with my part of the bet. So here's the situation I'm in is I would rather pay Greg $50 in advance just to pray. Get, Throwing out there in the football universe, the Chiefs should not win this game. They didn't even been in the Super Bowl, for example. Like, how awesome would this game have been if it was San Francisco and Baltimore again? That would have been fun. I mean, San Francisco and Buffalo. And somebody's like, well, the Chiefs beat those teams. Yeah, because Patrick Mahomes is an alien. It's fair. Okay, act at with including this Super Bowl, the Kansas City Chiefs have been in the last four of five Super Bowls. They're like the new Patriots dynasty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Except they're not going to last as long because Tom Brady was able to run an offense by being a pocket quarterback. Mahomes is not a pocket quarterback. History has always shown that mobile quarterbacks don't have as long as a career in the NFL as pocket quarterbacks. Case in point, Cam Newton. He looked, you know what? We're talking about football way too much. I was it, just is, wondering. it is. I'm already tuned I, out. I apologize. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think out. I need to get back to half of the people. No, I, just, I needed to get the frustrations of it. Another Super Bowl with the Chiefs and the 49ers. And this is fine because I know fans of both the Chiefs and the 49ers hate the Raiders. And with how team, things are going with that team, it's just a matter of time before the Raiders start dominating as they did in the early 70, late 70s and early 80s. And we're coming back. So have your fun right now because the next few years is going to be a giant black hole over the NFL. Also with us, ladies and gentlemen, Flesh Room producer Todd. Feels like I heard the same thing last year, but 
Least yeah, the but this part. time there's a black hole where his trophy used to be, so it's a little oh, okay. different this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if I was still in my prior residence, I would have <laughs> thrown a chair across the room. Uh, unfortunately, I can't do that in my current uh, studio, if you will. Uh, but Are you sure you can? Yeah, I'm positive. But anyhow, back to business. This week, we are reviewing and discussing the 2003 comedy film Head of State. Todd, if you have a trailer available, could you please roll it? I do. Presidential hopeful Senator Sam Gaines and his running mate were both killed today in a plane crash over Virginia. We need a candidate <laughs> that'll make us look like the party that embraces the American dream. You can't just pick some guy to run for president. We want a man of the people. Cut to apprentice we footage. We like you. <laughs> <laughs> of what? The United States. Of what? Of America. Get out of here. Now, we're going to lose this one. They thought they could control them. It's people like you, the farmers, that make the country great. Maybe I should be talking about something a little more relevant. Don't get ahead of yourself, Maze. They thought they could deceive him. Hey, take a look at your TV commercial. But I'm not in it. We'll get you in there eventually. But if they didn't want him to win... What the hell is he doing? They picked the wrong loser. I asked my niece the other day, what's four plus four? She said 44. Let me hear you say, <laughs> that ain't right. <laughs> We need to pick a running mate. Did you call Hammer? No, I did not call Hammer. Presidential candidate Mays Gilliam is shaking it up. He's chosen his brother as his running mate. Hi, I'm with the Port Commission. <laughs> My little brother, brother for president. <laughs> From DreamWorks Pictures. Here's a story about a man. Child care is one of the most important issues facing this country today. Whose baby is this? Ain't mine. He's got the people in his corner. William has integrity. And the truth on his side. I can't take your money because you guys sell more liquor to kids. I do no such thing. It's orange beer with a nipple top. It's cream more liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock. What are your plans for Social Security? Give it to old people. You the man. You the woman. Bernie Mac. What about NATO? How do you feel about NATO? I Should never met NATO. I never met NATO on the bottom. I don't talk about people behind their back. One man. I am getting so hot. I'm gonna take my clothes off. He's gonna rock the house. The roof is on fire! Ah! The roof is on fire! No, 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 no. No, no, it's a saying. To be the head, head of state. state. Great party. Too bad about the fire. It was off the hizzle for shizzle. Oh, it just makes me embarrassed to be a person. It makes you embarrassed to be a person. Yes. That's that's something. God. That was the trailer for the 2003 film Head of State, released on March 28, 2003, rated PG-13 with a runtime of 95 minutes, written by Chris Rock and Ali LaRoy, as well oh, yeah. as directed by Chris Rock, starring Chris Rock, Bernie Mac, Lynn Winfield, also has some roles from Robin Gibbons as well, which is funny moments there. Uh, initial thoughts on this. I remember when this movie came out, I had a hankering to go see it. Uh, the person I was dating at the time did not. Uh, so I was didn't it the get Chris Rock or the political. A little bit of both. Oh, okay. Um, she wasn't really huge into uh, when it was a like Chris Rock. She was like, meh. And I was like, but yeah, not really. Um, 
However, uh, having said that, after first popping in, I had a real rough time with the first third of the movie. Like so much so, I actually had. And this might have been I'd seen it at the end of a long day, so maybe I was just I couldn't take it anymore. Um, I'll I'll get into that shortly, but uh, overall, I enjoyed myself. Thankfully for the latter two thirds of the movie, and it was kind of an adequate like thought when I first saw trailers and commercials for this movie back in the day or twenty one years ago. Uh, so weird, but anyway. Yeah. It it still, I wasn't. It, it hit like right the spot. It was adequate. Like I I felt it would be like a you know. I felt I wasn't surprised in any one way. I felt like okay, yeah, that makes sense. This is what I kind of expected. But the first third, I had a rough time, and um, when it came to the dancing scene, that's when I shut it off shortly thereafter. Because you guys know how I feel about that. Because I, I turned, I was like, are they line dancing to rap music? Yeah, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'll continue this tomorrow. So I, I had, I had a real rough time with that, uh, and then I ended up watching the rest on my phone while I was cleaning out the garage. And that I have, I had a stand up, so it's not like it was, it was just the the audio, you know, just moving stuff one side to another, and there we are. Um, but I think I might. So this is best enjoyed while you're not really paying attention. It's all here. <laughs> I'm not, not arguing with you. Not, I'm not, not arguing with you. <laughs> I, not necessarily because it had moments that pulled me away from what I was doing to just watch what was going to happen. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll elaborate on that a little bit further. But uh, Todd, how about your initial thoughts? I was not looking forward to watching this. I don't know. There's just something about this era that it's like. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I wasn't this the the it, it was too Chris Rock sticky from what I remembered. I remember him showing up on Impact when they filmed it. It's just I've never this movie's never clicked with me, and it still hasn't. Shocker, spoiler. Wait, you're telling me a movie starring Chris Rock, directed by Chris Rock, is too Chris Rocky? <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can you see where he literally say. just turns his stand-up into his like oh yeah for sure <laughs> sure it, it, and i it just made it made me rather watch his stand-up and not have to deal with all the other nonsense those okay. uh, the annoying white people the roof is on all that stuff just makes me cringe so bad it is a little it's, cringy it's, i can't white anything like 90s to 2000 white people doing rap music sorry eminem just is so bad it fucking it oh whoops it's so bad <laughs> it's so. it's the effort that's that's okay you know, it's all about the effort it's not like you're like blah 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 f f f um greg initial <laughs> thoughts please so i remember seeing trailers for this I hadn't ever seen it though um and i was like all right this this might be fun i like chris rock so we'll see um I think the things that you guys are like, nah, I don't know, is why, <laughs> why I'm sitting here going, this surprised me and I had fun. <laughs> Once it got ridiculous, I was like, okay, this, this, I'm, I'm hunkering down for this one. You so adjusted. I, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, got, yeah. I got you. I, I hear you. Um, 
Yeah, that that first third, like it seemed like it was too much in one way, and maybe it was too too sticky. Like Todd, to your point, but something just was not clicking. I was also watching it with my girlfriend, and that that these this first thirty minutes just was not working with this. But when Bernie Mac showed up as his brother, mm-hmm. things started to pick up a little bit, right? Yeah. And I'm going to use this to segue into my favorite moment because we saw a little bit snippet of this from the trailer is when he's being interviewed by someone who like a Larry King and he asks about NATO and he talks, never met him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. But my fate, my absolute favorite thing about that whole exchange is when how could you not know this or how could you not know this about me? Well, how could you not know this? Well, I'm not running for president. I ain't running for anchor man. <laughs> I lost it. I absolutely because he just straight faced right back into the camera. Like, yep, this is this is what we're doing. Uh I uh so when when he showed up in his his segments, and then they started to do the campaign trail scenes where he was basically repeating the same lines, mm-hmm. it was funny, but then like Greg, I think you brought this up when we reviewed Wag the Dog last year, is that there's something that just hits a little too true. Oh, and yeah. There's movies that are always going to make fun of it and nothing's ever going to change. That's it's it. You kind of watch this and you realize like, you know, maybe enough people might see this and think, huh, but you know, it's never going to happen. It it can't. It's like, it, it there seems is like an no way head of state is going to change. the political. Party. No, no, but I, I'm not just saying, I'm not just saying specifically to head of state, but I'm like wag the dog or, or like, you know, there's, there's tons of political movies that will like point these things out, but that's nah, cool. We need a yeah. rock Jason Statham political movie. Then maybe the message oh, will get out. Yeah, there we and go. That yeah. they can turn the cheese all the way up, and I'm not going to. I am totally <laughs> fine with that. Hobbs and Shaw in the White House. Let's right. go. And then Dwayne Johnson <laughs> actually runs. <laughs> Hopefully, he runs away from that main event. Oh, never mind. Who? Oh, <laughs> so dumb. All right, uh, Greg. Favorite moment. So, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to take. Uh, there's a moment that I said like this movie kind of clicked. It's not my favorite moment, but I do just want to give it a great honorable mention. Like, there's a moment where Chris Rock's character gets broken up with, and then afterwards, and one of the big reasons because he doesn't have ambition. But then she finds out he's starting to run for president, and she like yells out in anger that he's now like successful. And it makes a cut, and then it makes another cut to a random cow in a field. And at that point, I was like, this is ridiculous, and I love it. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, the favorite moment was actually someone that you didn't mention that is in this film. It is good old Tracy Morgan. Uh, so <laughs> I think I'm going to write down this line. I think I know what line you're talking about, and I'm going to just write this down just in case. All right. So there's a scene where there's this wonderful presidential speech um, during a debate and it keeps going and it finishes and there's the applause and you see people both sides of the aisle, like in unison going crazy. And like, it's that feel good moment and it cuts all of his friends at the convenience store and Tracy Morgan just goes, yeah, now we can watch Martin. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was in tears. I just got 5,000 points. (laughs) That's exactly what I wrote down. This has to be the line. As soon as you mentioned Tracy Morgan, this had to be the line. Um, 
yeah, Tracy Morgan has some cameos selling some uh, stolen meat. Fantastic. Uh, I did have another line, but it seems like it'd be part of Chris Rock's stand-up. So in respect to Todd, I didn't want to say that one. Uh, but Todd, go ahead with the favorite right. moment or line. I'm going to go to the line that made me laugh the most because I hope it comes true sooner than ever. When when he leaves court he's and they say to him, you got to dress better. Even Puff Daddy wears a suit to court. <laughs> I was like, yes, that that was what made me laugh the most while watching this. Also, I got to say, for a movie that has Nate Dogg in it and singing through, all, you figured I wouldn't annoy me when I see him. Like, I like Nate Dogg, but that shit. Mm. How did that annoy you, Ozzy? Because you don't like like random musical or dancing. So every once in a while, Nate Dogg would just pop up and sing. right. How the the thing is for me is they opened with Mount Rushmore, right? And so you're thinking like this great presidential move or whatever, right? There's a certain mood, but then when the music hits and then it's him talking to the camera, it's like, oh, this doesn't, it's because it's not necessarily random breaking out into music. It's, this is like the narrator, so to speak. The first, I get, yeah, the first one didn't bother me. It wasn't until we kept coming back to it. And well, that didn't bother me because it was like just interludes with it just, funny lyrics but it didn't it it was appropriate because that was when things would have a shift you know and and it called for it rather rather than just a a random dance school or random dance at a high school oh my god who would random dance during prom no 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 who's barely wearing anything and all the chaperones are just letting it happen oh look at this 40 year old vampire who's trying to sleep with a 17 year old guy it's cool. It's fine. It Everything's fine. No one cared. Everyone's was dates were over forty. It was a different time back. Then. I do want to know which of those many things is it. Like, I'm more upset that they missed this one of those facts. Was it the forty year old with the seventeen year old, or like the vampire thing? <laughs> the vampire thing didn't bother me. <laughs> it was the forty with the seventeen year old. Is like cringy because I'm thinking like if that was a forty year old dude with a seventeen year old girl, that's that's cringe, right? So you'd be okay if, like, they walked up and they're like, "Hey, this age thing, not cool." Uh, vampire, hey, we're good. Like, that's okay. You're here. You could like, still be a vampire, <laughs> but could you at least be under twenty five? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, are they ageless? I think you're age shaming there, Ozzy. She's probably really wow. like three hundred. Could you please appear to be less than twenty five years old? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna jump back into this line and the only reason it does sound like a stand-up line however the follow-up with it is what put me over the edge and when he's trying to prompt his uh his opponent to debate and he takes a megaphone out in front of his campaign office and just starts saying all these insults and then says one of them says your mama's ass is so fat that when she sits down she's three feet taller and i just thought okay that's funny you know it's a stand-up line and then his i think you should debate him why? Because he said all these things about your mother and then just kind of blew that off. And then his mother actually comes in the shot. And he <laughs> just couldn't, I couldn't anymore. So it was, it, it was a rough beginning, but the middle kind of clicked a little bit better again. Once Bernie Mac showed up and that's when mm-hmm. he selected him as his, as his running mate. That's when I got, it picked up a little bit and there was, cause it, it it wasn't working as with just him being the true comedic relief there. Like I, well, I understand this is a comedy, but 
he's the only one funny that you're seeing in this entire, in all these scenes. So when you throw in some, you know, when you start throwing in like shots of Tracy Morgan saying what, you know, his line or whatever, you have Bernie Mac doing his thing, then it, it adds a little bit of variety to it. And then things work out. Uh, however, that again, that, that first, that first third, it, it was a real rough time for me, but it did redeem itself to a certain degree. Once you got to the second, uh, rather the, the second two thirds of the film. So I, and I feel it's fair to give it a three regular three. It was okay. Not for everybody. You might have fun with it once. You might not have fun with it again, but, uh, it wasn't terrible. So I'm going with a three. Right, Todd. Actually, I'm hold like, on. I want to save yours for last. Greg, okay. I'm putting it on. <laughs> um, so first off, I do want to make a comment about that dance number. Because if there's a guy who was like, oh, man, how do I get a room full of white people to go crazy? It's going <laughs> to be the electric slide. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> so it fits. If anyone's like played music for a house party, he knows. He knows what he needs to do. So between that, the cheesiness, the ridiculousness, I laughed out loud several times. I'm still going to give this movie... I'm going to go with the four. Uh, for sure. It's definitely fun. I even debated watching it again before hopping on here. So, because I wow. did have a good time. Okay. Well, all right. I'm dead, in, I'm dead right there. Two and a half, right in the middle. I think it's average. Okay. Um, and... This was your second time seeing it, Todd. Because you did you yeah. say you saw it in the theaters? No, I think I actually saw it when it hit home video. I yeah, okay. And you Even saw it once I... at home yeah. video, and then you you Maybe hadn't twice. seen it again. Maybe twice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if anyone wanted to watch it, but yeah, definitely. Okay. I'm curious to see how it'll go on a rewatch, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you'd like to check out this film as of February fourth, it is available to stream on Max if you have that subscription and is also available for purchase, of course, wherever you purchase your digital content. Uh, if you're a fan of Chris Rock, you'll most likely be a fan of this movie. But if, if you're not a huge fan or just looking for uh, regular comedy, it's going to be, I, I genuinely think it's a hit and miss and depends on your personality. I mean, you saw it from Todd that he gave it a two and a half and Greg gave it a four. And I was kind of in between the two at a three. Uh, so, it's a hit. I think it's fair to say it's a hit and miss with people. And unfortunately, I can't say or predict which that would be. Like I said, obviously, if you're a Chris Rock fan, it's going to do well. But everybody else, I'm not. It's kind of a crapshoot. Not sure how you like it. They should have had MC Gusto instead of Nate Talk. <laughs> Give me a CB4 reference and I'm happy. <laughs> okay. That I could see. Would have made perfect sense. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Would you do you think uh, that might have been a studio thing? It's like where they want to do that, and the studio's like, Can we just get an actual? Rapper? Oh, no, they 100% that was 100% Chris Rock wanting to okay. He probably couldn't get Puff Daddy, so he went with Nate. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so that was our review of Head of State again, released on March 28, 2003. Check it out wherever you consume your digital content. Well, actually, as I mentioned, it is available on Max, you could purchase it wherever you get your digital content. And of course, if you are in the Orange County area this week, I will be hosting trivia Monday through Thursday. Mondays at Lake Forest, the Rush Barn Grill, beginning at 6.30. Tuesdays in the Brewery at Placentia, beginning at 7 o'clock. Wednesdays in Los Alamitos at Griffin's Grill, beginning at 7.30. And in Thursdays, the Honeypot Meadery in Anaheim, 
beginning at 7.30 as well, with every song having something to do with the answer. The only guy in the entire world that will actually go through 20 stupid songs for your enjoyment and figure out stupid ways to connect them to answers, that's the kind of entertainment you get from me at every one of my trivia shows. Greg was the one that first christened them trivia shows, so I'm going to continue that. There we are. Do you gentlemen have anything else before we head out for the evening? Um, no. So let's go Niners. That's <laughs> right. Now, I will say, ladies and gentlemen, you might be thinking, oh, I'm going to tune in next week to see Ozzy's reaction based on how, you know, the Super Bowl went. And I want to see Greg to see if he's really sad or if he's really happy. Uh, we're actually going to be recording next week's episode right after this one. So, unfortunately, we will not have any Super Bowl reactions. Uh, and I will not be, a, a, you will not see me upset. I should say that. I mean, I can't say I'm not going to be upset. I'm going to be upset either way. But in terms of my level and what way, you uh, might be a couple of weeks before you see that. However, I do have uh, an announcement that uh, it's kind of newsworthy. Uh, earlier this year, we toyed with the idea when we, we did a review of Die Hard, thanks to the Patreon fans who voted that in for us to review. And Todd, Fleshman producer Todd, in his uh, infinite talents created a flesh wound fist brand name with a flesh wound fist intro video and we're going to be coming back with a new episode of what would be flesh wound fist next week where we will be reviewing the 1984 film beverly hills cop and we're going to be covering the entire trilogy over the next few months to get ourselves ready and you ready for july of this year when on netflix will be released beverly hills cop axel f that will be available to stream beginning on July 4th. And we'll go ahead and have sure. a review of July 3rd. Oh, I apologize. July 3rd. And we'll have a review of that as well. But as far as next week, we're going to have that review of Beverly Hills Cop ready for you. So be sure to tune in. He is the world famous juggler, Greg Larson. I'm Flesh Wound. He is Flesh Wound producer Todd. I'm Ozzy V. And we'll see you next week right here on a brand new episode of Flesh Wound Farce. <laughs>